Blog Talk Radio. Tonight, well, I guess co-host until uh, when uh, you know Laura gets yes. here. But uh, I am the host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here right now um, with uh, Gregory Blair. How are you doing, Gregory? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Um, and we also have another guest in here, so let me bring them on. Uh, hello, other guest. Hi, it's Rachel. Hey, what's what's up, Rachel? <laughs> I was like, I don't know if you can hear me, but then I realized you had muted, or I was on mute. That's what had happened. <laughs> yeah, we, it starts on mute. I, I don't like to bring everybody on, you know, on originally without, like, saying hello first, you know, because otherwise they start talking and it's, like, really random, you know, and people <laughs> are like, whoa, where did that person come from? Anyway, everybody, this is Rachel Amanda Bryant. How are you doing, Rachel? I'm pretty darn good. How about yourself? Good, good. All right. Um, yeah. So we're going to have a fun, fun show tonight. Um, we've got two other guests that hopefully will be calling in. Um, I know Emilio has pretty much said stuff, and I, I haven't heard back from Colton, so hopefully he'll, he'll be able to show up. But, you know, you never know, with, especially I with think uh, I just, actors. Yeah, I just saw a, a message from him. He he's stuck in a meeting, or he's trying to get to get it. He's gonna to try to get here. So all right, um, all right. Well, whenever he gets here, I mean, it's an hour and a half long show, so hopefully whoever can uh, come on, whenever they can come on, and you know, and if you guys gotta leave at some point, just let us know. Um, right so anyway, uh, let's begin with talking about like what got you guys into acting. Um, let's go with Gregory first, since you're the First one here, uh, what got you into acting? What, like, um, what started it all off? Wow. I, I kind of think I came out of the womb sort of with the bug already there, even not knowing what it was. Because um, uh, it was sort of always there. I was sort of always in some way involved in some kind of uh, – acting i mean when you're a really tiny little kid you know it's just play acting you're playing house you're playing cars you're playing whatever but for me it was always about what else can we play how else can i play what else can uh, can happen here and so even in kindergarten and preschool and whenever there was anything even remotely theatrical related i was like always involved and um uh, i think that my first memory of like a play, uh, actually going to a play was a version of the Tinderbox, which I don't know if you know that story. So what about the dogs and all that? Anyway, in it, there was this witch and she got her hand cut off and it was terrifying for me. Um, but, uh, but I didn't want to leave even though I was screaming my head off. I don't know how old I was, <laughs> but I didn't want, you know, even though I was terrified and traumatized, I didn't want to leave the theater. Um, and I, the same thing happened when we went to see, um, uh, what was it? It was a revival of uh, 
Dr. Doolittle, and I was a little kid, and I had my first asthma attack. So here's this little six-year-old kid or whatever having an asthma attack. My mom is freaking out, trying to drag me out of the theater, and I don't want to go because the movie isn't over yet. So I was just kind of obsessed from day one, I think, and, you know, you kind of have to drag me kicking and screaming out of it. All right. Um, yeah, I, I like I like how you said, like, when you first started, it was a, um, you know, like, you, you play active when you were a kid and stuff. And uh, it just, um, you know, it, it basically reminded me of when I would play James Bond Jr. on my bicycle, you know, and I pretend like things are, like, attacking me or whatever, you know, like helicopters were after me or something. Um, and it was just fun because, you know, you're, it was an imagination thing, and I think a lot of actors have that. Um, so, Rachel, uh, how about you? How did you get into acting? Well, uh, I oddly enough, was a pretty shy kid. Uh, I would play around in my imagination, kind of like what you were saying, Gregory, about like telling stories with your friends and making up characters and being silly. Um, But I never really wanted to do it in front of people until I saw the play The Invisible Man. And I was so taken with how funny it was just the energy in the audience just how everyone was so captivated and engaged by this amazing story on stage and how they were able to do like the tricks of showing someone who's invisible in live theater like it was just really mind-blowing for me I was pretty young at the time and uh, at that point I was like I want to do that like how do I figure out how to do that um, and then I started doing community theater, and then I, and just never stopped after that. <laughs> That's great. Um, now, did you guys ever like? Because you guys both have done plays um, and stuff. Uh, did you guys ever get stage fright? Um, either one of you wanna? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm in a show right now as part of the Fringe Festival, and even though I've done so much theater and, like, I've been acting and all this stuff, I like that electric, the nerves I get right before I go on stage just because there's people out there, like, they're watching us, you know? They pay tickets (laughs) to, to see us. Like, that is such a cool feeling. And I think sometimes nerves to be negative I think that in it fuels me in a way the energy the uh, excitement um, gets me ready to tell the story and be uh, as engaging as I can be on stage yeah I would, I would totally I, I would totally echo that because it I it there it may have been stage fright at some time for me I don't actually recall that but I do at times you feel a, a surge of energy before you go on stage. And I think that's a good thing because mm-hmm. you need energy to get out there and do that. And uh, the audience can tell when, if you're engaged. And so you just have all, all your neurons are firing. And so you're, you're in the moment and, and, and full of life. And I mean, that's why people go to the theater. So yeah, I think it's a good thing. Uh, not if it, not if you're terrified, of course, but uh, I think <laughs> if you do, do it often enough, and I think that goes away 
or becomes something positive? You know, I, I, I will, you know, I'll say something to that because, like, the reason I brought it up was uh, I wanted to talk about uh, when I was uh, in sixth grade, I, I played a part, and, and this is kind of funny. I think this is ironic for me, but I played a part of, um, I think the character's name was Buzz or something, but he was a B-movie actor in a uh, play called um, uh, Hurricane Smith and the Garden of the Golden Monkey. Pretty sure you guys have never heard of that. Um, but it was a play we played in, like, uh, my sixth grade drama class, and we put it on, and I had a fun time. I did not know what a B-movie was, and I had not watched horror, really, when I was a kid. I'm supposed to be playing some uh, a B-movie actor that's in a movie that's uh, called Big Monster on Campus, and I have this bit where, you know, or whatever, and it, it was fun, and I had a great time. Then the next year, I had to play a director, right? Uh, who was in charge of a play that was, like, completely out of, you know, it was like a one-act play or whatever, and it was completely, like, going crazy or something. And I was supposed to deliver a monologue, and I got a freaking stage fright and freaked out <laughs> and uh, oh, no. actually just and ran off on a stage and everything. And uh, it took me about another year before I got the courage to, to come back. To, uh, it was uh, until I got to high school that I actually got the courage to come back to doing drama because I loved it, but I was still a little, like, I guess, scared that that would happen again, you know, or whatever. That was, yeah. And I was a little embarrassed, too, you know. I mean, uh, but sure. anyway, uh, the long short of it um, is that basically I think it's kind of ironic looking back how it, like, foreshadowed my life. Um, and so I wanted to bring that into the story of uh, or ask you guys if that's if something like that's ever happened to you. But, and way it's foreshadowed is the fact that I played a B-movie actor in, uh, what is it, in, in the sixth grade. In seventh grade, I played a director. Both <laughs> what I ended up doing, you know, for my <laughs> regular, uh, you know, into my real life right now. So I... Have you guys ever noticed that with your life that actually something has foreshadowed into your like acting career or something? Um, I guess Rachel, would you like to go first? Yeah, um, I guess with the horror feature I shot last year, that was a significant amount of makeup. You know, I was it was my first time uh, leading a feature, so. Uh, I was there every day, you know, I was getting in the, I was in the makeup chair for at least an hour, sometimes longer, depending on the setup, you know, and, uh, but before I, I was doing that, I was doing short films where I would do have random horror makeup. And I feel like <laughs> I never thought I would be doing a horror film. Like if three, if you'd asked me three years ago, I w- if I would have done like and been doing all this press for a horror film, I would have been like, um, I I what? No, I don't do, I don't get, ever get covered in blood. And then it happened that I got cast in a couple things, and I started to actually like the makeup. And the makeup artist realized how good I was at like taking the latex and all the kind of technicalities of the makeup that I felt like that all set up a foundation for me to even be in that film, um, which I think is kind of what you're speaking to. The fact that like something happens that you don't really realize how it's just a, this, the tipping point or the, 
you know, the beginnings of something even bigger. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, would, would you agree, Greg? Definitely, yeah, because I used to, like, like when I mentioned that, that first terrifying theatrical experience, um, I kind of got hooked on uh, B-horror movies as a kid, and I used to come home after school, and, you know, other kids would go out and play, and I did that for a while, but then I got more involved in watching these scary movies and, and reading scary books, you know, Stephen King and all that, and I loved all that stuff, but I was always extremely small and kind of had these quirky features. So I was always used uh, as an actor in comedy. And, and I have continued mm. to do lots of um, sort of whenever I'm on television, I'm almost always comedic, uh, and that's, which is great. Um, but for some reason, uh, the horror came back and I started getting involved in horror films. And uh, it was like, Oh yeah, I really like this stuff, and and part part of that may also be because I'm a writer and I do like to write scary, uh, thrilling uh, kinds of scripts a lot. So I think that was sort of a, a through line that was foreshadowed when I was younger is that I would be involved in horror, which kind of surprises me, but <laughs> happily. Well, that's great. Um, yeah, no, I, I just, I think it's so funny, ironic how, how life works out that you, you know, that something that happened when you were maybe younger or not, you know, not where you are right now happens, and you know, or, you know, happened and then all of a sudden it all kind of happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, exactly I think that like, you yeah, you're exactly where you're supposed to be and I think that all your experiences uh, I know for me I'll say my experiences growing up like really color my work now so I think I get cast in things because of the fact that I have even if it's not uh, an overt like essence or something if, if it's something more internalized but I feel like the, the experiences that I've had as a child through high school, through college, like I, I carry that with me and that comes out in my work. Um, so it, it makes sense to your point. Like, of course, we're going to be telling stories that almost um, add more, have, add, have more life to them because of what we've done in our past, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely. Um, so uh, what are you guys like, what are you guys most excited about right now with the stuff that you're doing? <laughs> Rachel, I'll bow to you first. Okay. Um, uh, let's, um, I'm in a play right now. Oh, there's a motorcycle driving by. Um, I'm in a play right now, and it's 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 great. I haven't been on stage for three years, so I was really excited to get back on stage and just explore that. And that doesn't close for a few more weeks, so I've got that going on. And yeah, that's about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Give the well, give the date that's playing. Oh no, I can't. Mm-hmm. Rachel can't get away without giving the date. So people in it's in L.A. right? Oh. The L.A. Fringe. <laughs> yes, yes, it's yeah. the Hollywood Festival. Come on, festival. pitch, um, pitch it. <laughs> okay, it's time to pitch. Okay, so let me just tell you, it's a play called Fucho with Bourbon. It's about two Chinese American sisters. Don't worry, I don't play one of the Chinese American sisters. Um, <laughs> I play the the white girl in it. 
they, their mom has passed away and their dad is now dating a new woman and I'm the new woman. And there's a lot of like drama. It's a very heavy family drama. It's 45 minutes long. And it is Saturday at 6, Sunday at 2, and then next Friday at 10 p.m. So if you all are out here and you want to come, I'll say hi to you after the show. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, what about you, Gregory? Ah, uh, gosh. I have um... – I have so many projects coming up. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't pick which one I'm the most excited about. Um, uh, the most recent the announcement is uh, I'll be in um, the new Adam Sider film called The Horrific Evil Monsters. The acronym is ZEM. Uh, I'll be playing uh, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So I play Famine. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it's and it's a it's 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 a bizarre, amazing kind of epic scale, crazy movie because it's a big mashup of oh genres and and mythologies. I mean, there's there's uh, the Horseman, but there's also like creatures from some of Adam's other films. There, there's an alien. There's a sort of a I don't want to give it all away. It's a, a really crazy <laughs> film, and uh, I'll be filming that next year. So that's kind of in the top of my head. Um, then I have other things that I'm filming uh, later this year. Um, and actually, but I don't have any dates yet, so I'm kind of like, I'm learning all these lines and going, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, all right. Um, well, we have another guest on, so let me bring them on. Uh-huh. Um, hello, other guests. Uh, Hello, how you guys doing? It's Emilio. Hey, hey. what's up, Emilio? Hi. What's going on? Hello. <laughs> Who's here? Uh, how's, Who's how's, here? Okay, so Gregory Blair's here. Uh, hey, Greg. I don't know. Do you guys know each other? Uh, well, yes and no. <laughs> yes and no. That's a good answer. We've no we've known of each other for forever, it seems like. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think we okay. have a picture together somewhere, but you know, like really know each other? No. I know of his work I mean, and uh the guy's very talented. Oh, thank you. I was just gonna say we just haven't been able to cross paths on a set yet. Exactly. Yeah. We will um, and we also have uh Rachel Amanda Bryant. Rachel, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> Welcome to the chat. Right. We just been chatting. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> I listened to a little bit. I see you're in a play on Saturday and Sunday. Sounds interesting. Yeah, and see, you're plugging my play now. There you go. <laughs> we, we have to uh, support each other. <laughs> totally. I love it. Definitely. Um, and if I were out there, I'd come see it for sure. <laughs> Next time, next time. Next time. All right. It'll all work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, whenever I'm in L.A., I'll, I'll hit you up and I'll let you know. Uh, I need to come sure. see one of your plays. <laughs> um, but, uh, Emilio, um, so we, I asked the question earlier, uh, like, what got you into acting? So I, I'm not sure. Did we cover that on the last episode or not? I'm not sure. But, anyway, tell us, tell us um, again. For, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. No, we touched a little bit of the acting part because we started going everywhere in the last one. And I think what got me into acting, even though I'm away from acting a little bit, um, 
I, I started doing plays in kindergarten, and, and I loved the response that I got back. And I was always playing the leads for some reason. And uh, I just started going from there, and I played them all through even a little bit in high school. Um, got away a little bit of, of the uh, the acting and, and everything in the movie department when I joined the military. But then I joined back again, and here I am. At this time, I'm a little, I do a little bit more of the writing and directing, um, even though I do act in all my movies. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you won't recognize me, or you won't see him, but I will have a maybe I have something on or blood or whatever, and I will be in my movies. <laughs> ah, so you pull a Hitchcock. Yes, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, but I love the acting side. I really do. Lately, the writing really takes a lot from you. Huh. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah, uh, Gregory, you, uh, uh, I guess you're also a director as well as a, uh actor. Um, uh, can you kind of, I guess, and Rachel, have you directed before? I've directed theater. I have not yet directed film. Uh, I, uh, we'll, we'll get into directing theater in a little bit because uh, I want to kind of tackle that if we can tonight. Um, sure. Because I, I yeah I want to talk about that, but uh, for for film from uh, film perspective, um, I want to get Gregory and Emilio's idea of it uh, as being you know well I guess Gregory you are an actor first director second would you say right uh, actor by nature and writer and director more by nurture okay. That's, that's a good way to look at it. Um, uh, but I, I'll say um, because, like, you know, you're kind of like an actor's director, right? Like, would you say that? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, so, I think I, I, yeah, I, I pretty much the way I, the way I usually describe it to people is that because my all of those three. Uh, well, and I'm a producer too. So all actually all four of them sort of um, inform each other. For example, I can't write a line that I can't act. So that my acting helps me in my writing, at least as far as dialogue goes. And then the producer side of me thinks about, you know, when I'm, thinking about directing and shots, I'm also have to be conscious of the budget because, you know, that's a producer hat thing. And so I try to organize things, how I want to shoot the movie based on with that hat, that information. And my acting helps me as a director work with other actors because I speak the same language and we understand each other and I can communicate with them in a way that I think sometimes a director who's just a technical you know, camera kind of guy would have a little more difficulty. That that doesn't, I don't have that problem. Or so far, I don't seem to have that problem. <laughs> uh, so, Emilio, would you say you're more of a director first and then actor second? Or would you say the same thing kind of as uh, Gregory said? Uh, probably around the same. I don't know. I've never thought about it. I, like I said, I started acting because I mean, I got on stage and, and did all those things. And then I went as an extra and did a couple, 
you know, movies here and there growing up. Uh, and then I just got into the writing because I've, just, I've, I've been writing since 13 years old, you know, uh, not necessarily knowing that they were going to be movies or anything, but just writing stories in general, what I thought. And, and, and they just started getting involved into the movies and stuff like that. So I, I don't know what I would be first. I mean, now I cater a lot more to the writing and directing. Um, but uh, I, I, I agree with Gregory a little bit. I think you have to, well, I don't have to, but it, it helps if you know both a little bit when you direct somebody. Or if you're going to act, you can understand the director uh, either way. You know, uh, I yeah. think if you have a little bit of both of those notions, it's it's a much better, smooth transition with everybody. Yeah, um, one of my uh, like one of my friends um, recommended uh, a book. Um, my friend Morgan, uh, who's my co-host for a lot of my shows before, she recommended a book for me to buy a while ago that I bought um, on kind of that that same issue of of dealing with. Uh, writers and directors together um it was called i'll be in my trailer <laughs> and um it, you know it, it's, it's a great it's a great book i i fully recommend it especially it's an act you know it's, it's more toward for both like you know to look at the sides of both like how directors have to deal with actors but actors also have to you know i mean in a way, you know what i mean like they both have to kind of work together and they have to both understand each other and where each other are coming from. Um, and one of my favorite stories in that whole thing is when uh, they were shooting Saturday Night, you know, Saturday Night Fever, um, you know, like uh, they needed to get some shots, you know, done. And uh, John Travolta disagreed with the director on, uh, you know, he didn't want, uh, he didn't want to shoot a scene. And they needed to get it for uh, continuity's sake and everything and stuff like that. And he just didn't feel like that his character would do something. And, you know, and it, it, it you know, and he, that's where he said, I'll be in my trailer. And he walked off. And that was one of the best stories. Just like he's, you know, like dealing with an actor who has one side and doesn't, you know, doesn't want to budge and a director who has to, you know, kind of get everything together. You know, and make sure that it looked good. <laughs> Ended up looking great. So, um, just so you guys know, it's just I think there might be like one second of footage that doesn't look good, and you can't even tell in the movie the way that they edit it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that was a that was a funny little side story. Uh, but we have my <laughs> the host on. She just popped on. I think she might be in her Uber. Uh, Laura. <laughs> What up, guys? What's up? <laughs> are you are you Ubering it, Laura? <laughs> I am. I'm totally. I'm. <laughs> I'm Ubering as we speak. I'm Ubering as I'm talking to you guys. <laughs> nice. I love oh, it. It's it's the life of us artists. I just gotta travel and go. I gotta travel and do things. I gotta I gotta <laughs> do this podcast, but I also gotta do. Like, I had to teach a hip-hop class, and then I had an audition, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I got to go. I got to do this podcast now, so I'm going to do it in the car. <laughs> so I'm, wait- I'm literally waiting for my Uber right now. 
I think I, I mean, okay, so it's one of those things where I today, I felt great about it. You know, like, I felt good. I went in, I'm like, well, I did the best that I could do. Now it's just kind of a waiting game. But at least I'm happy with what I did. You know what I mean? I'm just like, like, that's all I can do is, like, I'm happy with what I did. And I had to cry, so I'm a little bit. I have a headache now because I had to cry the whole time, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, don't don't call on the show. You're here. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. <laughs> no, and it was great because it's one of those things like, you know, I love it when you go to an audition, and this is for everyone on the show. Um, you, you can chime in. When you, when you go to an audition and you just feel a good vibe, well, this audition I went in, and it was one of those vibes where, like, Everyone thought they were better than everyone else in the room, and then there's oh. me in the corner. You know, there's me in the corner going, "Okay, well, there's I'm ready. Let's corner. go." That's me in the spot. Me in the spot, like losing my. But you know, well, yeah. I mean, there's there is. It was about. It was a callback for a feature. So I, I had the first audition a few days ago, and then I got the call back I found out today to come in. And so it was like six of us girls. So it went from like 100 girls to six girls. And so right then and there, I'm like, I'm a winner, like for myself. Because you know what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So right then and there, I'm like, you know what? I rocked it. I killed it. And and, um, I already um, – I landed a lead role for a short film this weekend, which is fabulous. So I'm already, like, feeling good and – and getting back into the game, which is fabulous. But, you know, I got there, and all the six girls, well, except for me, so five of the other girls, um, they were dressed to the nines, you know, and, and dressed to impress. And, and I was going in and out of, like, you know, from hip-hop class. So I showed up in, you know, Amelia knows my outfits, my sweatpants yes. and my sneakers, and it's just, so that was my outfit. <laughs> and uh, my my baggy shirt, so that's that's what it was. Um, sorry, I'm by the bus stop waiting, so what? You showed up doing the flash dance. I did. I showed up, and, you know, and, and, you know, when I go to auditions, it was like, I, I like to, you know, I walk in, I'm like, Hey, this is me. This is who I am. Nice to meet you. And, um, it was really interesting because he had asked, he goes, do you have any questions about the character? Well, um, I read the whole, this rarely happens. He sent the script to all of us to read before he even, and we didn't sign an NDA. Does oh. that sound weird hmm. to you guys? Yeah, you, 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 you only do that with people you know. Right. That's what I you know, I was I was like, well, this guy is being very friendly by sending the six girls the script. And I'm like, I mean, maybe I have to go back and reread because we signed a form the first day of our audition, so maybe it was then that I signed, like, technically NDA, um, but I have to reread it. But, um so I read the whole script, and I did my research, and I understood the character. And go and he goes, "Do you have any questions?" I was like, "I don't really have questions about. I have questions, but not like questions. Like I have questions of like during this scene to this scene. 
what, what is her motive or things like that, you know, and because I understand the story. I read the whole script, you know, and, and so it was fascinating because when I went on about, well, this is what I got from the storyline. This is what I think it's about. Um, I don't know if that's about, but this is what I got from it. He just goes, okay, and then and then that was it. So it, I he asked if I had any questions, and so I gave him what I wanted, and he didn't answer me. So and then I was like, oh okay, mm-hmm. and then I did. So I just went on. So I just did my audition, <laughs> but it was fine. I I it was one of those auditions where it was, I was laughing at the fact that we had an awkward conversation, and then I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then when I started to read this, the my you know when I started to perform. I got so involved, I forgot that they were there. And that's when you know it's a good audition for yourself. You know, when, really when every, yeah, everything kind of just disappeared. No one was there. To me, the director wasn't there. And it was just, it was, it felt good. So that's all I can say. It was good. <laughs> so whether I get it or not, I'm happy with myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's what we have to be uh, nowadays. Huh? But understanding the script and understanding the characters two different things. Right. That's probably what they wanted to know, you know. But well, you didn't have I was, any questions, when I was, so that means you had it packed down. Well, when I was explaining this, like, how I felt about the story, I was also explaining the character. Like, that, I went hand in hand. I was kind of like, this is what I felt. This is how I felt she is. And I was, and I was getting relations to myself, you know, like, oh, I, I love this part of the story. Because, you know, I'm not going to say too much because I'm not involved in it, so I don't think it's fair. But so I'm just going to, you know, so I was going to say, oh, this part of the story, she feels this way. And I really related to her during this because, and I think she was, she, she's feeling this way because she went through this, but I don't know. And, but this is my take on it. And he just was like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I was trying to, so, I think know. I was trying to start a conversation and um, he right, was just like, right. okay, whatever. But then again, it's like, then why ask me my thoughts if you don't want to hear? Them? Well, maybe you were, maybe you were actually like really on point with the character, like with what you had interpreted from the script and everything. That he was like, right, okay, great, <laughs> you know, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe that's that. But yeah, we'll see. Or maybe, we'll see what happens. Or maybe, uh, or maybe you gave him some insight into something he didn't even realize. Then he goes, oh, wait, right. hold on. Maybe I got to go look back at my script. Right. Oh, wait, that's, you know, that's, that's good. That's actually good, Jonathan. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> you never know. I'm just too smart. <laughs> a, a good takeaway from this is that is that you is the idea that you can feel good about it because first of all, out of the thousands of submissions you, you got after you you got to audition, and then out of all of those people, you got called back, and then yeah. you got in there and you got in the room and you did what you did. And you looked different from everybody else, and maybe that's what he wants. You have no idea what he wants and yeah. what's going on in his head. So don't yeah. even try to guess what he's thinking or how he's interpreting what you're doing. Because the only right. thing that matters is you do good work. That's that's your goal. That's a, if you get the part, great. That's icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah. But you go well, in there, you, you so do much. your best work, and then yeah. let it go. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think we, you know, a lot of us um, don't don't think about that enough. Is the fact that you you can feel good about something that you don't get as long as you yourself know that you did your best that day. You know. Oh yeah. You know, I, I think um, you know, so there's so many people out there that I talk to that are my friends that they freak out or or you know, or they, they think, you know, because I didn't get it there's something wrong with themselves and I go, No, not at all and we forget about we always forget about that, that you know, it's just not maybe I'm not blonde enough or maybe I'm not tall enough, you know, there's all things come into play. Totally. Mm-hmm. When you're casting, if you end if he end he's end up getting got the guy that's going to be opposite you, and it's important in the script that he is five inches shorter than you or whatever, something dumb like yeah. that. And it's like, okay, that's then it's we're going. These two actresses were both great, but this one is going to fit with this guy better, better chemistry, better whatever. Exactly. That has nothing to nothing but, to do with your talent. That exactly. That act. That actually reminds me of a um, uh, a thing I heard from, like, Danielle Harris, right, where she was mm-hmm. talking about how she hates to do, um, you know, she hates to do, um, uh, what is it, uh, uh, like, uh, in-person auditions these days or something because, like, you know, one person will take a look at you and they'll see how short you are and they'll be like, oh, you're not right for the part. But if they see you on camera – and see how perfect you are for that part, then they see you in person, they're like, oh, well, you're a little bit different. Then, you know what I mean? Like, I can, yeah. I can work with that. I can, I, you can always make somebody taller, you know, right? right. But you can't make somebody <laughs> more talented, you know? Exactly. Like, it's, so that I just, so I agree. I like like, I, yeah, it, it's, it is a matter of looking at it in a different perspective. And when you do it, in-person, you know, thing, they're looking at you and they're going, yeah, you might not be right for the part. Like from the, it's like, it's like dating. When you see somebody that you like, you know, you instantly know whether or not, you know, you might, you know, have a crush on them or something, you know? Um, Right. It's, it's just like that with the director, you know, director looks at somebody, um, you know, I was doing auditions. And and they know if they uh, want to date you right away. Right, exactly. <laughs> and the other thing to keep in mind yeah. is that it's 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 a it's an audition for it's a job opportunity, and just because you don't get that job, I've had auditions where I didn't get that job, but the director calls me back for something else. So exactly. it's being seen, being seen, yeah. and doing good work. They're going to remember you if you're if even if they end up not choosing you. So exactly. 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 I'm going to say exactly one more time. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, Laura, do you have any questions for everybody right now since you're, you're, you've got on? Um, Gosh, I don't know. It's, it was a great start. It's like now it's going on with a great start. So I don't want to interrupt it. Um, with, I, I guess is what I'm saying is uh, I had a question earlier. I thought about it earlier today when I woke up, and I was like, oh, I want to ask, you know, because this group is such a good group to have on today. And, and Gregory, I haven't spoken to you in such a long time. And, and um, 
it feels like it's been a year since our last project, which I think it has been. But, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, one thing I love about working with Gregory, I'm going to say this right now, is he's always on top of it, and he's always wanting to help out other people. But he helps out other people. It, you know how when you, you get so stressed, you're like, oh, I can't help anybody else out right now because I have to worry about myself. But Gregory... He is always on top of it. He's staying on his A game, but also helping out like 50 million people at once all the time. So I just want to say thank you for that because, you know, it's hard to find people like that in this industry that are that are so giving and so welcoming to bringing other people in and opening their arms out to them. And and you do that really well. And you and you you have a really I don't know if you don't have it at home, but outside it looks like you have such a good balance of everything. And so that takes me to my question is how do you as as artists in this industry, how do you each one of you balance do you feel like you have a good balance? And when you when you don't, how do you balance yourself? What do you do to get yourself in that proper balance that you need as an artist? I drink a V eight. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I guess that's better than a lot of other answers you could have given. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that, okay, Laura. I'll if get on I board. You a role in a movie, you better get there and do your role. I am not going to help. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you know, there's not a lot of people like Gregory. I, I think um, it oh, takes geez. a lot. Uh, in, more power to you, brother, because uh, it's hard. I mean, especially when you're doing a lot of things and you want your script to be good and you want that role to be okay and you want that lighting to be on top of stuff and and to go out there and say, let me help you. Wow, Gregory, my hat's off to you. Invite me to one of your sessions <laughs> one of these days. Um, <laughs> okay, no, no, really. I'm going to have to send I, you I, both I PR checks in the mail here. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, you know, you do try to help, but sometimes you get lost in your own thing. It's not that you don't want to. You know, right. sometimes the sets are heavy where you really can't be in a lot of places, you know. Um, yeah. Oh, but, definitely, uh, definitely. I, I think my point, I like to help in a lot of things as well when I can, you know. Uh, or even if I see something, even if I'm not the directing on someone, I might bring it up to someone like, you, you don't think that people do it this way? Or you want to put the light that way? Uh, and I think it's just natural or in my nature, but I do try here and there. Um, I don't know about you guys. Rachel, what do you think? Yeah, I think that um, you, if I put energy towards helping someone regardless of the industry so like even if it's not in the industry but like just in every day um i think it's definitely gonna have a more positive impact on me and of course the other but i think that in this industry there's a lot of competition and people think that that means that they shouldn't uh they, they falsely think that they shouldn't help one another when in actuality that's how we all grow like a rising tide rises all ships right so let's grow together bingo that's really Amen what it's all that. about i think it's nice. that whole i 
idea of uh, abundance versus scarcity, and a lot of people mm-hmm. look at look at competition as a, everyone is my enemy kind of thing. And film, right. well, film and theater both are such collaborative um, media totally. that you, you you can't succeed if everybody isn't together doing their best and you can't do your best if everybody's, you know, against each other. So, I mean, it's right. just, and maybe that works for me so well because I'm a natural sort of nurturing person or something. I don't know, but um, yeah. So uh, that's how it always is. I mean, when I, when I was doing garden party massacre, you know, I was, acting in that and producing that and directing that. And I had written it and it was like, I had to be very careful. I had to have a good core group around me and have everything planned out ahead of time so that when I could, I could totally like take my actor hat off and put my director hat on and be very focused. And so maybe, you know, because as a director, I have to be helping the cast and the crew. I mean, that's your job, right? you know, Exactly. I, I don't know. And yeah, so I don't know if you're if you're not helping people, I don't know what the heck are you doing I in mean, this business. <laughs> I think that there's probably people out there that don't, you know, have this thought process and they don't they want to focus on how to make themselves uh, help their career or whatever, right? How to get them as far as possible. But the nature of this whole business is. How do you communicate with someone? How do you effectively, you know, problem solve together? Because it's never going to be easy. You, you can make it, you can prepare as much as possible, but there'll always be something that throws everyone for a loop, right? So oh, sure. how do people act under pressure? Is, is someone being disrespectful to another? And I think that people that just respect one another do good work and try to, to, to make sure that everyone is working together towards this common goal of telling the story, like that's how success happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yep. Like Laura Amen said. to that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I just love how it became like a uh, let's uh, let's all uh, boost up uh, Greg's uh, ego there, you know. <laughs> I know. I was like, I gotta meet you, man. I gotta meet you because I, I think I'm missing out. I, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta meet. Uh, I I don't know how I got this reputation. (laughs) I'm gonna have to sell it or something. Party at Greg's house. Let us know when. Okay, perfect. one day like bring this show live and have like a live feed of everyone together one day whether we're all in a hot tub and having a beer or whatever but um, <laughs> I think it would be really fun to like somehow get everyone together one day maybe for an episode just get everyone together but it just is so nice because every episode I find that we just get closer and closer um, not only like the guests get closer with each other, but we get closer with them. And it's I I I hope that this podcast brings exactly what we're talking about, which is the support and promotes the support that people need to start bringing to the industry because it's um, I don't know why, but it's lost in a in a, in a, 
we just need to get all the good people and get the bad people and make them good again because they, they got bad because they got raped by the industry somehow and we need to get them back back together again. <laughs> well, because you know what, the, the whole, like I said, I think it, it has to do with collaborate, being a collaborative art. When you, you know, acting alone in your room, what is the point? The whole point of acting yeah. is to communicate, is to communicate something to someone. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's about community. So yeah. for that to work, yeah. you have to have a community and the community really only succeeds if everybody's not just doing their part, but helping everyone to, you know, do the best that they can. Absolutely. Yeah. The problem is it's so competitive out there and not with, mm-hmm. not, uh, well, sometimes you can't take everybody with them. You just can't, you know. Well, and that doesn't yeah, when you don't support other people because I'm so happy to see somebody working, somebody doing theater, somebody doing a commercial, somebody getting another role. Even if I've never really met him that much and I see him working, I'm like, wow, good for him. Good for that. Go get it, you know. I'm so happy right. because everybody starts somewhere. Those bad mm-hmm. thoughts, those are the ones that have to be stopped. Like Laura said, this this right here, Guys, awesome. I'm hoping you guys bring more people and get people together and see where, you know, where everybody's coming from and, and come together. Because, honestly, just because you really can't take somebody along for the ride doesn't mean you don't like their work or you're, you're in bad terms with them or that's where it stops. You know, don't right. – I hope a lot of people don't put those thoughts in their head. That, that, that just means right. one or two projects. doesn't mean you can't call them for something else later or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's – Especially when they call you up and like, "Hey man, this is, why didn't you?" Whoa, whoa, and it's like, "Whoa!" Sometimes other people, other producers, somebody has money and they want their own things, and you have to, well, kind of abide by that, you know. But uh, I think that I there's think, multiple ways to support someone, right? It's not always exactly. going to be like supporting someone um, by sharing something that they they have on Facebook or by yes. liking the post and saying, oh, my gosh, congrats. I think that that's a form of support. There's And I think what you're saying is totally right on. Like sometimes you can't expect something from someone, like let them support you how they can, you know. Yeah. I mean, sure. imagine if I got butt hurt every time because somebody did something and they didn't call me. Really? Get out of the business. Might as well just get out. Yeah, and you're you're going to have to say no from time to time. And when I was right. whenever I'm cast whenever I'm casting something, I mean every director, every producer, every project, you have to look how many submissions you get. You're saying no to tons of people. It's not a rejection of no, I don't like you, no, you're worthless. It's just a, it's just a matter of I'm putting together a very specific cast and people have to fit together and work together and all of these, all of these, you know, umpteen different elements that have to synergize somehow. And so no doesn't mean it's not, we always, I hate the term rejection. You haven't been rejected. You just haven't been chosen. That's not the same thing. I have lots of friends Mm. and great actors and actresses that I haven't chosen for certain roles. I still love yeah. them to death and think they're incredibly talented. It just right. yeah. it wasn't the right time, the right fit, the right role, the right project. That's all. Absolutely. Yes. And and I want to add to that and say for uh, people that are listening that, you know, are just acting, I will say as uh, somebody 
that was just a performer for the longest time, I didn't come to the realization of that um, until I was on the other side of things. And right. I was a choreographer in New York, and a, and a director came to me with with a with a list of a of for this uh, uh it was this commercial that I was choreographing, and I immediately in my mind was like, I want to hire all my friends, you know. And this was back in New York, and I was a little bit younger. And a director came to me, the director that was in charge of the commercial, and he gave me a list of the exact look of dancers he wants, and I go. Well, that X is all my friends out of it. I have to get dancers that look exactly like the director wants. And it wasn't, right. it was, you know, and at that point, it wasn't anything personal, exactly what we're talking about here. It was, uh, I have to do my job. And it was in that moment where I realized it's not personal. There's some, there's always some reason behind why they're choosing who they're choosing um, even if you think that, like Gregory's saying, like, you know, when, when you have friends and they go, why didn't you pick me? Why didn't you pick me? Well, maybe there is some higher power telling me who I need to pick. Or maybe that you just weren't, you know, the role says I need, you know, a, a Japanese man that's, you know, 5'7". Okay. How many, you know, people, uh, my friends, I have no friends that are that, you know. So I'm sorry I won't be able to pick you for that, you know, like. Um, and there's, there's just those things that you, you you don't put in consideration until you're on the other side. So I am making um, the suggestion for every artist, you shouldn't just do one thing. You should try to get behind the scenes. You should try to get your hands on stuff and know what it's like to be on all sides of it because you'll have more respect for everybody's job and you'll understand why, the reason why people do what they do. And you won't get so upset anymore by certain things. You'll just have fun with it, you know? Yeah. A, a really great uh, job for actors is to try to get to be a reader at auditions. Because then you can watch mm-hmm. people, how they come into the room, the kind of energy they bring, how, what's, what kind of level of confidence do they exude then, you yeah. know, their audition, how they leave the room, all that stuff. You get to watch that from the other side of the desk, and you'll learn yeah. a lot just from doing that. Totally. Wow. And those are fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Jonathan? Um, Jonathan hasn't spoken here. in a while. <laughs> I know, I'm here. I'm I'm just listening. I, uh, I, I enjoy. It. Hi, uh, I I love uh, I love listening to uh, to everybody. You know, um, say things. And I just didn't want to just you know talk the whole time. So I want to let everybody else kind of do it. You know, so keep keep talking. Keep uh, especially Laura because you're you, you're here. You're the host. She's not here. She's in an Uber. I'm here. <laughs> she, she's flirting with the Uber guy. I'm, being, I'm sorry. I'm, trying, I'm doing 50 things at once. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I, okay, so I took an Uber to the train, and now I'm at the train, and I'm on a train. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm wow. on a movie. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Like, I just need a plane, and I'll be good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm I on the train now. Wait, wait. This call but in that movie, in that movie, uh, he was he never got on the plane. 
That was the point. He had to go for Ow. a plane. So you're okay because he did go on a train and he was in an auto automobile. So you're good. You you, okay, you just perfect. did that movie. Yeah. So I'm taking the train. Now I'm on the train heading to San Francisco City proper where I I will be going to the Tenderloin to stay for the night. <laughs> Is that a hotel? <laughs> no, I actually got an apartment there recently. So now I have a place in Los Yeah, so my sister and I split a place in Los Angeles, and my boyfriend and I split a place in the Tenderloin in San Francisco. So whenever I have gigs in Los Angeles, I stay with my sister. Whenever I have gigs elsewhere, or I stay at my place here in San Francisco. So I'm going to the Tenderloin right now. Yeah. I was in San Francisco over the weekend. It's a section of... It's a section. It's you know how New York, New York, and, and San Francisco have sections of the city. The Tenderloin like a is a section. Yeah, district. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a district, and they call it the Tenderloin because it's a lot of homeless people that live there. Oh, I thought it was because it used was like the meatpacking district or something. Oh well, <laughs> that's well, that's, 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 oh. <laughs> from back in from I'm back a, in the eighteen hundreds. Francisco historian. <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, it's where the meat of the city is, you know, like the meat, the the, the meat of it, the heart of the city is a tenderloin. It's raw, it's raw there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm dying here. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Well, like, you know, usually I have a car, but... I don't have my car in San Francisco because there's no need to have a car here. But you need to have a car in Los Angeles. So Right. Yeah. Well, because Los Angeles is not a normal city. No. Thank let's you. just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Although with Uber, I do know a lot of actors that don't have cars anymore because Uber's around. But it's not. Oh, yeah. There's it's tons of Ubering in Los Angeles. Expensive, yeah. I will say, for them. <laughs> there you go. Platform going to the train. <laughs> oh, um, else, has any of you guys lived in San Francisco before? Yeah, no, I I've only yeah. ever visited. The Bay Area, actually. I grew up in. Do you know where Los Altos is? It's like by Palo Alto. Oh yeah. My parents actually live in Los Gatos. Oh, and they live in Los Gatos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm from Los Altos, but that's right by Los Gatos. It's it's oh, close okay. by though. <laughs> yeah, it's really close by. I'm from Monterey, born and raised in Monterey. Oh, awesome. Yeah, all so Northern California people. I know. Like, yeah, I, I'm nowhere I'm, near I'm, there. I feel so left out. <laughs> you gotta pay a visit. Um, Gregory, where are you from? Like, from from? Are you from LA? Yeah, I'm a Southern California native. Nice. Oh wow. Mhm. Yeah. You still live down here in LA? Say again. You still live here in LA? Yeah, I'm still yeah. like border of Hollyweird. <laughs> awesome. 
So Jonathan is the only one left out. Yeah, pretty much. But it's okay. Yeah, I was pretty sure, Gregory, you're, you know, you're at least living there. I didn't know if you were from there. uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, so I want to play a little game. And Uh it doesn't involve me, which is fabulous. Um, We're going to play a little game with our guests, okay? Um, So, Emilio, you're still on. Gregory. Okay, so you guys, okay. And then we have all three of you. Okay, so we have one one lady and two boys. Okay, so <laughs> this game, basically I'm going to give you, it's an improv game. So I'm going to give you guys character names and uh, a, your relationship for your characters, like what's happening, and then a location of where you guys are located. And you have to improv the conversation of what, what we talked about. <laughs> okay. So, oh, Emilio, pay for this one. <laughs> Emilio, your name is Mike. Okay? So your your name is Mike. Now, you have just recently been through a terrible breakup, like the worst breakup ever, okay? And you're going <laughs> You're you are at the coffee shop and you are meeting up with your two friends that are are married, and um, that's, that's my other two lovely actors. You guys will be Mary and Austin, okay? Now okay. Mary and Austin and Mike are at the coffee shop, and Mary and Austin, you are you are apparently what we know. You're happily married. What we know of, you're happily married. And Mike has just been through a terrible breakup, and you guys are at the coffee shop helping him through his breakup. Start whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing, not crying. You know, Mike, it's okay. You know, laughter and tears are very, very similar. You, you, you let out whatever you're feeling, however you need to. Mary and I are here for you. But it's not okay. You feel okay. what you need to feel. Yeah, no, you feel that. You know, I told her a thousand times what was I expected to do, and she goes and does this, so we have to break up. Yeah, that's a toughie. Um, <laughs> you know, it, we, Austin and I have been married for how long, hun? We've been married for six years? Mary? Right? Come on, what? 16. Oh, I'm always so forgetful. She, that's the problem. She didn't even know how long we were together. Well, how long were you together? It was six months. Six, I tell you. Okay, okay. So That's more than five. <laughs> yes, and not quite seven. Not well, quite seven. Well, thank you guys for your support. Look, all I'm saying, you know, you've got to be on my side. You know, you put the underwear to the left, the socks to the right. How can you not get that in six months? Oh, you guys were already well, living together? Yes. We moved in right after two weeks. Oh. This is sad. Is, this is so it, sad. Is it that you 
want that to be. Is is she? Let me. Get, I just want to get a picture here so I understand. You like your socks on a specific side. Is she putting them away incorrectly? Is that what was going on? She doesn't even put them on. She doesn't put underwear on. And what she does, they're all over the place. They're in the bathroom. They're in the sofa. I mean, come on. Who does that? Guys are supposed to act like that. Not women. Have you considered possibly doing your own laundry? I'm the one that does everything. You guys are not helping here. I am sad. I am no spring chicken. I don't have time to play around anymore, you know. Oh, I think okay. you're a spring chicken. Uh, I really love this one. <laughs> I know you loved her, and she didn't know where to put your socks, but what if that wasn't such a big deal? Like, was she a good cook? No, I cook. Was she was she, was she disrespectful? Uh, no. She was very disrespectful when she doesn't close the toothpaste. That's disrespectful. Okay, so maybe maybe this is a good thing, Mike. Maybe maybe what this gives you is the opportunity to create yourself a profile on a dating site that's very specific, stating all of these things so that you can find someone who will appreciate and respect But them. I don't want to date anyone anymore. I love her. Oh, you'll find someone. You're just a little frustrated right now because it's fresh wounds. You just broke up with her, so you'll feel better soon. Yeah, you know, eat some more of your double fudge sundae. You'll feel better. Do you want another double fudge sundae? Don't I remind me. Today, so. Don't remind okay, me. Cut. I left my fudge. Stop. You guys are done. I'm going to kill you, Laura. <laughs> Mike, you're a real piece of work. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, that was great. Mike, I don't know. I don't know about you. You're uh, <laughs> looking good. <laughs> you need to have some more Sundays, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, just get a Sunday. I mean, that's actually what I, I do. I get a banana split. <laughs> my biggest my, my biggest question through all this, and I, I, I didn't want to say anything while you guys were doing it, but I, I wanted to ask this afterwards. Uh, and, and this goes to you, Emilio, of course. Um, uh, does Mike and uh, what was the girl's name? What was the, uh, the your girlfriend's name? We never put her. Oh. We never gave her a name. Oh, we never gave her a no. name. Okay. Well, no, there was no ghost. That was up to Mike's character to say. <laughs> okay. Well, did you share the same toothpaste? Well, yeah, it's a two, so. You have to okay. close it. She would never close it. <laughs> yes, all right. Well, she was messy. She wouldn't even put her socks, you know, where they belong. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if any of this is like based on real life. 
<laughs> no. Were we talking about that earlier? <laughs> no, I, you know, when I was in the military, though, we did have everything organized. We had to fold the underwear, mm. everything, the T-shirts the exact same way. The sheets had to be tucked in. You really had to bounce a quarter on the fucking bed. So, yeah, that's why oh, I wow. brought that up. It was like... <laughs> And, uh, That's a great would, idea for a character, actually. Someone who never lets that go, and in, yeah. and is trying to insist, you know, that yeah. his partner that that side of uh, toe the line. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a funny skit. <laughs> that would be uh, hilarious. Um. Oh, okay. So on this note, while we're in this note, does anybody here have any like? Any sort of monologue they would like to share on on podcast or not? Not I. I'm going to say no because it's. I, I think that you need to. For me, it's all about the performance, and nobody would be able to see anything. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. But yeah, it's, like it's one of those live ones that you have something. to do, Laura. Yeah. Completely understandable. Um, and and Laura, we should do uh, at some point. We should talk about doing like a radio play or something if we want. You know, since we have an oh, hour and a half. Yes. But... Yeah, I would love to. You know what? I want to set one up for next week because that actually would be really fun. And do a oh, radio yeah. play and get some characters. Get some people on that want to be a part, even if they don't want to be on for the whole thing, but just come on and do the radio play part of it. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, get uh, some music yeah. and some foley. There we go. Some foley going on. <laughs> yeah, that's I got such my a cute shoes. idea. Well, right? I, I think we'll need more than a week to prepare for this. I mean, I don't think. I yeah, know. you probably would. <laughs> get, get people. Yeah, you, you would need some funny week, noises but, too. <laughs> Yeah, let's uh, let's definitely like July, you know, sometime in July. Or or uh, yeah, we'll start doing it together. for Halloween. Start doing it for Halloween. Ooh. We can do like Halloween plays. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like do some like oh, yeah. creepy pastas, but like radio version. Yeah. That would be that would cool. Be that would yeah. be really fun, and then and then plus like that's like you know we can get all the people on. I know you know a lot of us in the horror industry will have a lot to probably talk about about upcoming movies and things like that. So we can have the whole thing, the whole horror thing. It'd be cool. We got yeah. horror episodes. It'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. that is a great that's idea. Like, talking about Halloween, I have this idea for a little commercial. Yeah, and um, I think we should shoot it. I think we should get together ourselves here and shoot this little commercial. Let's do it. And just bring bring all our little talents together, the characters. Let's do it. And does it does it know, involve uh, anybody to... with a with two face? <laughs> you know, does, does the person like murder <laughs> somebody because only the two face? Two zombies or two mummies, and a couple of characters and some live people. And uh, anyways, I don't want to give too much away here, but if you guys want to, we can talk about it uh, later off the air. Let's do it. And create this little thing, and we should all just shoot it. It'd be fun just to get together and and, um, and do stuff, you know? Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. 
Let's do it. I'm down. Jonathan, I am down. I'm so down. Uh, Jonathan, do you have anything else? Oh, wait, did you guys talk about your upcoming projects and all that stuff already? Uh, A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Emilio, Um, did you? um, No, I came in. I guess you guys were talking already about it, but... um, I well, I touched a little bit on it last time. I have uh, an action movie that we start shooting late August, early September. It's called The Ride. You can uh, see that on Facebook. I believe I sent some links to it last time. Uh, and I was hoping to to get Joanna out sometime this year and start talking about that too. But The Ride has really taken its toll. I mean, it's really a lot. It started like a little small project and it's turned into the big action movie with uh, a couple of A-lister actors there that I can't bring up just yet. But it's oh, going to wow. be awesome. Um, yeah, it, That's it's awesome. an action Congrats, movie. That's awesome. Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that, and then again, that went from like a, this little thing with friends to, again, something huge. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's why I brought that stuff. You know, don't get mad just because you can't take everybody with you sometimes, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. It doesn't mean that... You hate them, or you're not going to be with them ever again. It just devolves into something else. Uh, but Joanne is another project. That's a horror one. It's uh, it's about a possessed doll, a little different than than these dolls that you have nowadays. You know, um, Laura's uh, in, in in this one as well, and uh, I think she's going to be phenomenal when I get together with her next time and, and start reading more of that. But uh, yeah, I was. Those are the two, the, the main ones that I have right now. Um, even though I even have a witch movie ready to go as well. Uh, Ooh, those also. Yeah, yeah, and I in the witch movie, I I touch a little bit different uh, than the witches nowadays. I think they they've gotten away from what a, a real witch is. So I touch them, mm. the reality of witches. I touch them how they started and maybe even touch a little bit of, mm. of a Ouija board one. You know, if, like I said, I don't want to give a lot of this stuff away, but I try to be a little different nowadays when I write than, than a lot of the stuff that we've seen or try to go back to, you know, what stuff is really nice because now you can do things better than back in the old days, you know? Mm. So, yeah, I try to be a little different. I don't know, Laura, what do you think when you read Joanna? Did you like it? I loved it. I mean, I honestly, like, I, when I first got it, um, I wasn't sure if the script had been finished yet because uh, I know you. I, it wasn't even, it was like a little less than like 70 pages or something like that. And I was, mm-hmm. and I was, but it had so much in it that, yes. you know, as far as without any lines at all, there's so much going on as far as visual, the visual and the emotion and, and the movement of things that it intrigued me. Because, you know, me also being a dancer, I was like, you don't need voice to sometimes, especially in film. You know, it's very visual. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need voice to sometimes to portray what you need to get across. So what I loved about this film is that it's very visual and it's and it's it's different than any other doll film that I've seen before that I've read before or seen before, and um, it it got me um 
it was one of those things within the first like few pages I was hooked, and uh, it it is very eerie, has an eerie feel to it. But there's not a lot of dialogue, and it makes which makes but the dialogue that's there is very important, and that's what I loved about it. Yeah, cool. you might have to read the uh, upgraded little version, but uh, yeah, that one's ready to go. Um, yeah. yeah, those are the only things that I have right now. So, yeah, it's you know it's a process. Uh, you know, I got to get That's the right. That's a out lot. Right? Three. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is a lot. But, yeah, That's great. But yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to like actually start talking about it more. So hopefully, when we start, when we get, when you get it going, that we can see more about what it's about to people and things like that, or get like some sort of trailer going so people can see it. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm actually uh, speaking to a concept. friend of mine. I'm actually speaking to a friend of mine right now. See if he helps me just a small little trailer on it. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit from the beginning and uh, just start talking about it as well. But, yeah, uh, yeah that would be it, awesome. it's awesome. Uh, but like I said, the ride's really kind of kicking my ass, to be honest, because it's, it's one thing I mean, to have your friends and, and, and everybody help you to get into a, a major project. Uh, yeah. it, you know, and I, when I do say major, I'm talking producers are involved from even from Mexico uh, that want to get involved into the stuff. I have uh, I have one two a listers that are kind of talking to me and they really want to get involved. So again, it you know when you have these big people like that, it's like wow, you have to listen as well. You know, you can't just say oh no whatever. Um, I will yeah. give you a little out, clue out there. We're hoping, and I hope I don't jinx myself, but we're hoping maybe Universal picks it up. So, uh, you know, it's it's awesome. a major. It's it's my first major big time production coming up. That's why it's taking yeah. a while. That's kind of why I don't want to go into like let's do Joanna, let's do my evil evil does evil is, uh, which is my witch movie, and I have other things. You know, I do want to because it's not like I'm going to get involved in both at the same time. Right. Right. Uh, and it this has nothing to do with being greedy. It's just that I really want to get out there and show people, okay, this is how I write. This is what I do. This is what I've been waiting yeah. for. Uh, exactly. And, uh, and I feel it's my time. I feel this is this is it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and then you get money to do all the other stuff that you want to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why I want to and I was going to call you, Laura. I'm sorry, we're all going to get out of the distracted a little bit of it. But I was going to call you because I'm getting ready for Joanna. You know, like I said, this oh, one nice. doesn't, the ride doesn't have to stop. We're talking major, right. you know, major financing. But, the, you know, a horror movie, you can film for, for a lot less, you know. I'm not right. blowing exactly. up the cars. I'm not shooting a real bazooka. I'm not shooting the real guns, which is, that's what takes a lot over here. Over here, I mean, right. it's just blood, guts, glory, and let's go do it, you know. Uh, exactly. It's a slasher film, pretty much. Um, exactly. So yeah, you know, whenever you get a chance, now that we're here, call me, Laura. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll call you. We'll hang out. We'll hang out. We'll go for margaritas and chat. Chat film. Chat film. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Well, that being said, I want to get to my my last question for all of you. And, um, uh I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I asked this to Amelia last week, but I would love for everyone to let's go through females first, women first. Um, tell me why you're here, why you love being in this industry, um, and if you could talk 
to your yourself from when you were young, what would you what advice would you give yourself? Um, and it's just for the people out there to hear more about you and um how you feel about uh yourself and, and um and where and what where your goals, where your goals, things like that. Just just go deep. Let's dive in there, all three of you. <laughs> Uh, Rachel, okay, so you want you want me to start? Um, yeah, I am here. I'm doing this uh, crazy, wonderful acting thing because I have such joy from telling stories, and I want to make sure that, like when I was a kid, I would often feel very lonely and what helped me with my loneliness was watching plays and watching movies and realizing that there were stories out there, there were people out there experiencing things I experienced, feeling sad like I had felt or being happy when I was happy and um, I want to be in these projects to help other people know that they're not alone. Um, and what would I tell my younger self? I guess I would tell my younger self to get out there a little bit more. Cause I was pretty shy. So just to like, uh, not live in so much fear and to be, um, excited to fail. <laughs> because now I am so excited to fail because that means I will grow so much in that time. You learn from it, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. And now, what would you tell your your younger self? Well, I thought, oh, yeah, I think that's what I was saying, that, that, I would, that I'd be excited to fail. Yeah, to go ahead and fail. Uh, Laura? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, did you, did you hear oh. her? Yeah. Oh, wait, what did she say? <laughs> I said to that uh, I would tell my younger self to just go ahead and fail. Just do it and not be afraid oh, of failing. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I heard that. Perfect. Yes. I'm underground now, so. <laughs> <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we figured that who you are. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm slowly getting buried. What? I said we all do have a great imagination in this group. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's do Amelia. Let's have Amelia. You go next. Well, you know, I, I think I was shy too, even though I did some plays and stuff. But uh, that's not what got me into, uh, you know, this. Uh, but I did sit down and write. Um, I was shy and. But most of all, I think it was just uh, just looking at these horror movies when I was growing up. I mean, I grew up with those, and one of my favorite movies growing up with that really scared the bejesus out of me was Carrie. When that hand came uh-huh. out, man, I, I don't think I slept for, I don't know, man, weeks, you know? <laughs> and that alone, <laughs> that feeling that you got when you saw that movie was like, damn, you know, this is this is awesome. You know, and then especially when they would tell you, oh, oh, you knew it wasn't real, but the feeling you got, that emotion, that adrenaline, like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, 
that's why I'm doing it. I, I want to give that feeling that I that I got that I received when I was watching these movies to everybody else. And if I can just accomplish yeah. a few at a time, that would be great. And I want to get back to those feelings that you get. Um, and I, I think I touched a little bit on the subject last time. I, I would I would tell myself treat people nice. You know, treat people the the way you want to be treated. Not to forget that. Because a lot of people just don't say thank you. Don't pick up the phone. Don't open the door. Don't. It's just we're just we're all getting way too selfish. You know, we're all here for ourselves. And I think in plural, not singular, because uh, a lot of people are doing it. You know, I think I posted a couple times in the past, man. People just don't say thank you. Just a simple thank you. You know, if I go to an audition or I go somewhere, or or even if somebody's calling me for for my for my script because they heard about it and they want to see if they can finance it. After they're done, I send a thank you, you know. And I might not do it all yeah. the time, but I try to. And that's one thing I would say myself, you know, keep the respect, keep it going, treat everybody mm. that you want to keep treated. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about that's you, Gregory? Uh, why am I here? <laughs> why am I here? Uh, I am here because there's nowhere else uh, for me to be. And by that, I mean, it's, uh, it's such a hard business. If you can do anything else, uh, people have said, uh, said this, if you can do anything else and still be happy, do it. Um, I'm here because there isn't anything else that brings me the kind of happiness that being involved in writing, acting, and directing film and theater, nothing else brings me that joy. Um, so that's why I'm here, uh, at least from a personal uh, introspective place. Uh, the other reason I'm here is because I think I have something to share with other people. This ties back a little bit to what Rachel was saying in that uh, helping people to understand a new idea or not feel so alone or experience mm. something new, uh, any kind of, it, it, again, I think it's about communication and sharing. I, I, I have a need to share and, I, and, 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 and touch other people in, in some form. Um, and if I were going to tell anything to my younger self, I would uh, say uh, embrace, share, and celebrate yourself. Don't try to be the next Brad Pitt or the next anything different from who you are with all of your perceived, I'm using air quotes, which no one can see, faults or flaws <laughs> or uh, all the peccadillos that make you uniquely you. They're the things that are going to make you stand out and make you, they make you special. They make you unique. They make you important. They're part of your worth. Um, and, you know, that's something I didn't, I would, I would tell my younger self because my younger self was like, oh, my gosh, I wish I was taller. I wish I was more muscular. I wish I was more mm. handsome. I wish I was more blah, 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 blah. And you know what? This weird, quirky thing that I am, it seems to get me cast. So apparently there's a need for weird, quirky things out there in the world, and that's what I'm here to – I'm here to fulfill that need. So that is awesome. That, that's what that I would awesome. tell myself. 
that that's that's great. I just told somebody the other day they were we we all need road mo- role models. We all look up to somebody. But somebody said the other day, and, and this is touching on you, Greg, real quick. Is I want to be the next. I forgot what director he says. I want to be that. And I'm like, why can't you be you? We need right. you. We need other people. We don't need those. They're already there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I know we need, exactly. I know we need role models and we need to see their work and, and respect all that. But we need you. We need a Greg. We need a Rachel. We need a Jonathan. We need a Laura. That's right. Right. Don't, no. We need them. This is exactly what I was saying. I try to be a little more unique when I wreck, you know. I try not to put the same. I try to go back and touch little things that I think were missed somewhere along the line. But I agree 100% with, with both of you, you know, and it's awesome that I got to spend some time with you guys here. Maybe one day we can yeah. have some coffee. I would love it. Totally. And uh, Heck yeah. And uh, just even say hi. Let's just meet in person, you know, talk ideas. Uh, I'm glad these guys are doing this just because uh, I've already met a few people like this, and and it's awesome, you know. um, Yeah, it's good, I think, for getting the conversation out there, you know. People talking about this stuff and inspiring the next generation of artists. Like, why not? I wish I wish other people had told me not to have, be afraid when I was younger, you know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. The only thing I remember uh, hearing as a kid was, "You you can do anything." And while there's some truth to that, when you're young, you're like, "Yeah, sure I can." There's <laughs> there's this there's this self doubt of like, "I'm just 12. Right, right. I really can't be president or whatever." Maybe that's right. not the best <laughs> example right now, but you know what I'm saying. So, but no, yeah, totally. you really I hear what you're saying. the yeah. more the more you become an adult, you realize, hey, uh, it's it's a little bit like William Goldman said. I think it was William Goldman. Uh, nobody knows anything completely. I think I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> We're all learning. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Well, I just want to let everybody know that we we lost Laura, unfortunately. Um, I think most of you guys know because you saw it in the little chat room there. But um, uh, sorry, Laura. The tunnel <laughs> um, <Asia>. was, <laughs> I know, like that's poor sucks, thing. But uh, she's uh, she's here in spirit, so um, we're gonna we're gonna end yeah. this uh, because it's done live anyway. So um, we're pretty much done anyway. Uh, everybody has said their last. Um, last question so thank you guys so much for coming on the show tonight it was awesome and thank um, you you absolutely thank you for having us yeah we've had you on in some way or another like i know gregory and rachel have both had you guys on um uh for the round table before so um you know you're no strangers to these podcasts and then uh and emilio you're no stranger because you were here last week (laughs) So, yes, and thank you so uh, much. Awesome. Wait a minute. No, so this is a rerun? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I think there was last week was like a party week. We were uh, just celebrating the fact that we got uh, that we're now like premium or longer or we're doing all these awesome things, but there was no structure. You know, there's a little bit more structure here tonight, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, I would say um, a lot, and probably a lot more than last week. Yeah, um, last week was like I said, it was a party week. We had fun. We enjoyed ourselves. 
<laughs> but this is uh this was, you know, trying to get back to uh acting and, and the basics of what we wanted to do with the show. So, um, you know, and next week we have no idea. Like we play this like by ear. I think most of you guys I think Emilio and maybe Gregor, you knew you were coming on, you know, like, you know, in a week in advance. Um but uh Rachel something like that. Uh, I think I asked you a couple days ago. Oh, thank you so yeah, much, Rachel, for coming on. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a um, show. I had a good time, well, and I'm and, glad uh, I got to chat with some new, be- new people, make some new friends, and yeah, it makes um, my heart and everybody, everybody should definitely check out the campus. Um, I talked about it, be- you know, in, uh, when I interviewed her before, but I, I absolutely love that movie. Um, so everybody, uh, I think it's... <laughs> Still on Prime, right? It's on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon and it's on iTunes and it's on uh, Voodoo. I don't know if we're actually uh-huh. Prime. I know it's Amazon. There's two facets of Amazon, so I, I can't remember Prime. It's just regular Amazon, I think. I will definitely check oh, okay. that out. And if you yeah. guys are ever uh, somewhere downtown LA and want to have some coffee or something and just get together, don't be afraid to reach out and see where I'm at. You never know. We're Facebook friends uh, now. I'm fr- I'm friending you, Gregory. I'm I'm friending you, Laura, even though you can't hear me. <laughs> Have a good night, guys. All right, bye, bye. Night, guys. Everybody. Thanks so much. Have a good one. Bye, bye. Cheers. Bye. bye.